listening to I'm Not Steve Kerr on the Believe Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, the Rush Brothers, Colin and Scott. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a fun. Welcome back to another edition of the I'm Not Steve Kerr podcast. And yes, Scott is back with us. A one-week hiatus, or actually like a four-day hiatus. Uh, missed uh, You missed Tony, man. You missed hey. out Tony. You know Tony. Hey, but it was a joy to listen to, and uh, you're welcome that I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, numbers should go through the roof. Our guest this week, my man, Jake Hutt. And I say my man, but we just met like a week ago. But I've heard a lot about him. Uh, I've followed him on, on social media for a long time. And if you're not following this guy, you're missing out. Uh, one of the coolest things that I've seen in a long time when it comes to golf and accessibility and getting people involved in the game, uh, not making it so stuffy that we all know it can be, getting people involved, I think, the right way, making it fun, especially uh, for kids and, and more of a, a youthful generation. The guy uh, knows what he's doing. And he's doing it right. So, Jake, welcome to the program, man. Episode 10, I'm Not Steve Kerr. Let's go. Thanks so much for having me. I'm pumped to be on. Can't wait to dive in and talk some G. Hell yeah. Well, I I just saw you last week and it was here in San Francisco. So Jake lives kind of on the peninsula while you're in Redwood City now. So about 20 minute drive from San Francisco, but he's got his drive box set up at Lincoln Park, which if if you've heard of Lincoln Park, it's got the best view maybe of any golf hole in the world staring at the Golden Gate Bridge on the 17th at par three. You've got your drive box set up. You're giving lessons there. People can come every day and check it out quickly. Tell me about drive box and what you have started with that. Yeah, so Drivebox is just to, to make a long story short, because that, that could be a whole thing. Uh, it's yeah. a mobile driving range that uh, we've got a track man in there. We're getting force plates installed. Um, and so we're trying to just we're trying to make it a, a, a world class place to practice. Um, but obviously, the ability for it to, to be able to move around the, the, the portability of it is, is what, you know, our whole goal is to make golf more accessible to be able to bring this into uh, you know, to inner cities, to, to communities that wouldn't have otherwise had the opportunity to, um, to have, you know, to, to introduce kids to golf. So that's, you know, that's our, one of our big, um, what, something that, that, that we're so passionate about is, is exactly that is the accessibility part. And, um, and so, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. It's very new. It's been there for about two months. So it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a brand new startup. We're getting a bunch of them uh, made and we're going to start sending them out and, and start doing, you know, some testing. And, and so it's been a lot of fun. We love uh, the vibe at, at, uh, at Lincoln. And it's just, it's been a blast meeting and connecting with all these people that stop by. They look at the big side that's, do you suck at golf? That that yeah. was hilarious. And so it's just, it's been a trip. It's been a lot of fun. Well, let's play. If you haven't heard Jake or followed him on Instagram, here's what he's about. So check it out. Simplify the high greenside bunker shot. So we're going to start with a square stance, pressure favoring the front foot, extra knee bend with a lower handle. Halfway back, the back of the club face faces the ground. At the top, the entire club face sits to the left of the shaft. Halfway down, the back of the club face points towards the ground. From here, we're making a completely arm-powered swing, trying to hit a half an inch behind the ball with the back toe of the wedge. Put it all together. You get Purina. I want to play some G with my friends, but they won't invite me because I suck. Can you hook it up? Shit. 
I just wanna get good, but I don't know how. God damn, this game is hard. Damn, this game is hard. I wanna play some G with my friends, but they won't. I want to play some G with my friends, but they won't invite me because I suck. Wow. Hey man, if you if you need backup vocals, I'm ready to go, man. I got uh, you. All right, right. So I mean, Scott can can talk to this too. It's just it's fun, man. And and the the songs that you create, um, you know, it gets in your head. It's 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 like those commercials my kids watch, and it comes on, and they're they repeat it and repeat it. That's what you've kind of created with what you're doing on social media. It's it's amazing. How did this come about? Have you always been into music? Is this all uh, your um, uh, thought? Is this you doing every song? Do you have help with this? Yeah, so I do everything. I don't have anyone, mm -hmm. um, no, like it's all the music, the production, uh, the, the, uh, the podcast. It's, uh, I've been recording and making music since I was a kid. Uh, Mom made me take piano lessons, hated them. She said, you're going to thank me one day. And you know, thanks mom. Uh, so I've been playing, I, I, I've been making music forever. And then I went out, I played hockey for a bunch of years, kind of, you know, music was always there, but you know, hockey ended golf started. And then I was essentially just kind of, you know, pacing back and forth, trying to figure out kind of how to make uh, I started creating content not that long ago. And I was like, okay, well, how can I, you know, make this not suck as much as it does. And so I was like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's, let's throw a song on there. And I started just humming kind of literally just like, I want to play G with my friends, but they won't invite me because I suck. And I just recorded that and I put a beat behind it really simple. And I just started putting it after the videos and uh, people just, you know, they, they, I got good reviews and, and people are laughing at it. And it was like, okay, well, people are kind of laughing. They're having fun. And so the kind of, that's kind of where the vibe started. It was just out of nowhere though. Um, it was uh yeah it's been it's been a trip it's really cool i mean to to be able to stand out in such a massive space right you, you need to kind of create some sort of edge and that's that's certainly what drew me in i mean obviously the tips are great but i, I love just those catchy little ditties that you throw in there yeah absolutely i mean that's i get so many people that are like you know came for the tip stayed for the music and now yeah. i don't even really care about the tip i'm just having fun right that's that's yeah. what it's all about like you don't have to golf is hard. Right. And so yeah. I, I haven't been, I didn't grow up playing a whole lot of golf. So I know the pain and, uh, and, you know, I know what the process looks like, but if you can just, you know, if you can not take yourself so seriously, there's just so many occasions where golf is just, it's just so, so fun. And if you just care less and have a good time, it's just the greatest thing ever. So it sounds like you picked up golf a little bit later. You were a hockey player. How do you become, how do you go from a hockey player to a golf idol with tens of thousands of followers on social media? And does Happy Gilmore have anything to do with it? Oh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I mean, favorite movie of all time. Absolutely. I mean, that's like, if there was one movie to just be on repeat, that, that's yeah. what it would be yeah. um, for sure. Like I, uh, I remember watching that movie and just, you know, I mean, that it's just something resonated obviously yeah. Yeah. uh I, but i've always been into golf when i was a kid i did play a little bit you know my dad did get dropped off at the course on you know seven in the morning stay all day and play uh when i could um but it was really i guess just it was an obsession i guess like i had to it was either go and you know kind of get an office job and really start, you know, taking that seriously, but golf for whatever reason, I just, you know, I looked at that and it was a 24 seven job for me. It was just, let's, I have to, 
I read everything. I researched, I asked a lot of questions. Um, I, I sucked for a long time and, um, it was more, you know, I just enjoyed the process. And then I, I taught myself how to, how to edit video. The music was already there. So I had to learn how to edit videos and that like anything, I just, I've always been into learning. I just, I, to me, learning is, just, is, is a fascinating thing. Um, and like I, I taught myself a lot of instruments and I think looking back on it, I've just always been really interested in that and golf, obviously like helping other people learn golf, especially at older, at, at older ages, you know, people that haven't, haven't, that didn't grow up playing. It, it's just, it's been such a fun process because I had to go through it too. And uh, I, I know what it kind of takes to get on the other side or to improve. It's just such a freaking hard sport. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would just say just countless hours of just repetitions and, and practice and failing and failing and failing. And But you had to have, you had to have something guiding you in that process, right? And, and, and if so, then what, what were, what was guiding you? Um, who were you looking to? Um, who inspired you? Uh, you know, what were some of the instructors that you were looking at maybe to, uh... yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so George, George Gankus was, was the first one that oh. I watched who, who really like, you know, he was wearing the backwards hat. He's, you know, he's wearing yeah. sandals and shirts and like, I subscribed to his site and, and I was just blown away with how much he knew and how he was treating his players, how he was talking, how he was communicating. And so he was the first person that I definitely looked up to in terms of, I mean, I'd never seen another golf instructor that looked like that, talk like that, that kind of had that, you know, that edge. And so that's definitely, um, I would say where it all started. And then after that, it was, um, I, I mean, I, would never had a golf lesson ever. Uh, and so I, I just essentially it was all trial and error. I wanted to have my own voice and how I taught. So I just, I, I went out and just read everything I could. I started with all the classics, the Ben Hogan and Jack Nicholas mm. books and the ones where they're talking about what they feel like. And then I got a little bit more in, into the complex, started studying anatomy, started studying kind of the kinetics and the physics of, mm. of, uh, you know, moving an object. And so kind of started nerding out on that. And that kind of gave me opened up this whole world on how to explain something a little bit different. So I wasn't relying on just how one teacher said it. I wanted to, yeah, kind of have my own, my own way to, I always, I've always hated listening to other people, I guess. And so golf was just like a perfect blend of, I could just go out and just do whatever the hell I wanted and play around with it and get creative. So it's just, uh, I just stuck with it and just, just grind just all day, every day. It was just reading, studying and experimenting. Dug it out of the dirt. Yep, exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. What's your background, Jake, for people that don't know, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to high school, uh, collegiately? Um, give it, give us that. So I grew up in, um, Menlo Park, Palo Alto, uh, like you, like you mentioned before, say 20 miles south of San Francisco, um, zero hockey here. My extended family's <laughs> all from Northern Minnesota. Uh, and so my cousins played and I grew up, we grew up, grew up going to, um, Minnesota in the summer times. So cousins were always talking about, it. I was like, I have to play. And so we actually had, a, had a decent amount of rinks here. Programs mm -hmm. weren't great, but they were good enough. Um, and so, just started getting into it. And, and, uh, that took me to ended up playing junior hockey, three years of junior hockey in uh, Santa Fe, uh, for the Santa Fe roadrunners. And then they turned into the Topeka roadrunners. So I was I, right after high school ended like the day after it was like, I was off going to the tryouts and, um, ended up in Santa Fe, then ended up in Topeka, Kansas, and then ended up in, uh, I ended up taking a year off and then going back out to, um, I was in, uh, mass played at Curry college for a semester and a half and then transferred to Salve, Salve Regina, Newport, Rhode Island, which is where, uh, um, where I ended up. 
And uh, yeah, it was all just like that. There's a whole other long story behind that, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of the, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the background there. And then, and then in hockey uh, school ended all that. I got a job at Stanford, just working behind the counter, checking people in and started just studying. I knew I wanted to teach, started the, the PGA program, the apprentice program, um, that essentially it's like getting your, um, it's like getting a, like a master's degree in golf management, so to speak. So yeah. that took me about four years. You know, you go through your book work, do all that. So I, I came out with uh, with a class A, um, that's kind of, that's what the certification is called. And, um, and then, so I was, you know, teaching COVID hit this, that, and then I got in touch with a deal. So a deal is, uh, one of the co-founders of, 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 of Drivebox, it's, it's myself, him, and, and another guy, Mike, he came and took a lesson from me. And he was just like, he was looking for someone, you know, he, they needed, they had, they had the box, they had uh, everything they needed, but they're missing the golf guy. And so they're kind of looking mm. around looking for the golf guy. So he took a lesson from me and um, I think he'd done it with a couple other guys. And, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And he could, you know, takes the lesson, he's like, hold on, like, I've got a question for you. So he pretty much hard pitched me right there on the spot about what he was doing. I was like, sure, that sounds cool. Um, and, and we, you know, kind of here we are. Uh, so that's, that's where I'm standing now. So I'm kind of splitting my time between teaching out of the box and coming up with different strategies on how to promote it, making content for it, branding, the marketing, all that stuff, um, mm -hmm. is, uh, is, is just starting to get crazy now. And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, is because you're now into the into Drybox so much and spending so much time like you are at Lincoln Park and doing less giving lessons to people. Um, are you finding that that's it's becoming a tough balance with with your social stuff with with what we just let people listen to your Instagram post that 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 takes time and just the editing process right coming up with the songs themselves it it's not just something you sit down and, and write it every day for two minutes, right? It's got to kind of be a creative flow. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's all day, every day. I mean, it's like oh, some mornings I'm up at four or five in the morning and I'll go till seven at night, just straight. Like it's like you said that, you know, having to think and come up with creative shit, that's, you know, that, that doesn't suck is like, <laughs> it does take some time, but I've, I've kind of established a little bit of a rhythm and getting better at it. I'm okay. um, learning certainly along the way. So uh, it definitely is, it, it is time consuming, but I just, I just keep waking up earlier and, and just, you know, just got, I got to keep it going. So I'm having a blast and, um, just helping people that, that to me is number one. So the, like, if I'm able to help someone get better in person, also create content that helps someone, uh, and then, you know, making someone laugh on <clears throat> making someone laugh on top of that, whether it's a podcast or whatever, is just, that's, uh, that's the ultimate dream there. So is there anything about, is there anything about all the stuff you're doing right now that, that sucks? I mean, it sounds like you're doing everything you wanted to do. Your passions have kind of collided, but is there anything you're like, this sucks. This part sucks. Oh, I mean, like it's <laughs> the organizational part, the emails and, okay. and just keeping up with like yeah. I, shipping hats, shipping hats. Like I, I <laughs> that my, my least favorite thing in the world is, is going to the post office or UPS. Mm. I, I would, I, I, it literally, it gives me anxiety thinking about it. I would say yeah. that, that especially these days. The most. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. The lines out the door waiting to ship something. Um, so, I mean, all of the, the organizational stuff, that stuff's tough for me. Uh, my brain is just everywhere else. And then when it comes time to have to do something like that, just, I don't know, it was like a straight line from beginning to end. I'm just awful at, and so I'm working mm -hmm. hard on, on getting better at that, that aspect of it. But, um, 
there's, I mean, a lot of the editing, it's it just, it's really time consuming and it's, yeah. there's no way around it. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm a, just a freak when it comes to everything has to be perfect. Yeah. And so I, I have a hard time doling stuff off to other people. So it's like, now it's, I really have to get better at, at learning how to, how to delegate and all the, all those, those fun things. So, so you've I'm entered very, the world, yeah. you've entered the world of being in the golf business. So you probably don't get to play golf anymore. Yeah. That, I mean, that <laughs> definitely I, with, I will say I, I've been playing a lot more golf in the last seven months than I had in the, in the previous six years, because all of my yeah. time was spent either, you know, behind the counter, checking people in, putting in my hours so that I was able to teach at the facility. And so COVID hit and I really just started just grinding out content and spending all my time doing that, which then allowed me my, my schedule to open up a little bit. So I've actually been playing a little bit more golf than usual, which has been unbelievable. That was definitely something that I was missing out on with just teaching. I think it's super important to, cause I want to be able to help really good players too. And so, you know, the next step for me, I want to do some, I need to start competing. I've played in some pro tournaments, you know, nothing great, but that you need your reps in that too. So like I, at the end of it, I, you know, I want to have, as many skills. And I just want to, I just want to do everything, I guess. That's just, I, I, I like experimenting and everything and, and learning and all that shit. So it's fun. Well, that's one of the things that I love most about this game is that as you kind of climb that proverbial ladder, get a little bit better, different parts of the game reveal themselves. And so there's no, no replacement for being out on the course, understanding angles better, understanding how to hit certain types of shots. If you want to, you know, play a shot over to a, to a pin that's tucked right behind a bunker, how you, you know, opening the club face, just, you got to play golf in order to understand how to play those shots. So um, that makes a ton of sense to me. And I'm glad to hear you say that. so many people that I worked with over the, I was in the golf business for a while met a lot of people that managed golf courses and they'd say to me, Oh, I haven't played golf in a year. And it just always blew me away. I'm like, you're interacting with your clients every day. And the fact that uh, you're not out there with them from time to time, just uh, always blew me away. So totally. I think it's, I think it's extremely important to go out and play as a golf pro. It's, it's, it is, it does take some effort too. And like the last thing you want to do after a long day of teaching is go and play yeah. golf the next day. But I think, yeah, yeah. it's a good thing to do. So one of the things that that interests me about the content you create or what it gets me thinking about is how do you come up with all these drills or tips or swing thoughts as you call them um it, it just to me it's it's I geek out about the golf swing but I could never come up with all these ideas for how to communicate feels and thoughts and things like that so is that just a 24 seven sort of thing that you're, you're just constantly thinking about, or how does, how do those, uh, swing tips or whatever you want to call them, like come, come alive. Yeah. I mean, I, I try and get my information from unlikely places. Uh, so like I listen to a lot of podcasts, people talking about other sports. Um, cause I think, you know, if, if you're only watching golf content, you're likely going to post what everyone else is posting, which is nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. But for right. me, um, I'll listen to, uh, you know, baseball coaches talk about baseball swings and talking about like deceleration. And then again, the physics part really opened my head to, to getting creative with interpreting information. So that was just like, like understanding some, yeah. you know, basic concepts like forces and torques and moment arms. And, um, and then, and then going out and experimenting with it. I mean, I always, I always go and I play around with something. I go, you know, I'll go film myself hitting shots on the golf course. And, and just kind of like you mentioned, I mean, it is a 24 hour, 24 seven thing. Um, 
but uh but you're using you're using airplanes you're using hangers yeah, you're using gadgets, all these de- all these devices and uh it's just really interesting to me to, to, to like things that i would never even have thought of ever yeah, I, I, I ingest a lot of content too. So I'm always looking at what other people are doing and learning from other great instructors and asking questions. And um, I think it's just, yeah, it's just a curiosity. Like everyone is just, so it's crazy because everyone is, the curiosity for golf is like, it's been around forever, you know, and it's not going away. Like no one's figured it out. No one's going to figure it out. Yeah. But the, the, the quest, like that, that journey, the quest is just so fascinating. And like, once people get hooked, everyone's kind of in this journey together and it's just so much fun to talk about and to nerd out about it. And um, it's just such a fun conversation to have. Scott's like a scratch. Um, like an 11, what would your handicap be right now? Cause you say you want to try to start playing tournaments. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be up there. Oh, I mean, you know, like I, I'll say I'm, you know, I'll say I'm roughly a scratch again. Like I'm playing 18 holes once every, maybe once every month, I try and play nine holes a decent amount, but for that to happen, I, I'd have to really dole out and I'd have to play, you know, yeah. a lot of golf and, and more so a lot of tournament golf. Right. And that's, that's the one thing that I've, I've been lacking that, that I'm, you have to get those reps and tournament reps are very, very different than mm-hmm. just going out and playing. Right. So very different um, night and day different. And so, yeah. you know, the, the, the chaos, the environment of, of, of tournament golf is just so much different. Something that I'm really looking forward to experiencing. It's going to kick my ass, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> the drive box, tell, tell people what is involved in the drive box. Cause I stopped by and I saw it. you've got TrackMan set up. You've got multiple cameras, uh, everything that's involved technically and then what you try to accomplish with people once you get them in the box yeah so we we actually just got a tesla battery installed in it so that you won't need to uh you don't need to plug it in anywhere you can park it anywhere it's insane um you got to come check it out i'll I'll be posting some pictures uh soon and we're getting force plates installed in it too uh we wanted to get those in by now but there's a, there's a delay. Um, so there'll be four, uh, you can measure what your feet are doing, the forces, the torques, the vertical, the horizontal, um, look at your, your center of pressure, your center of mass, get, you know, give st- students printouts on that. Not that they, so we sim- <laughs> simplify it obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then obviously the track man, you know, that spits out a whole bunch of numbers. Um, so printing out reports, if you want to go. And so like we do booking, if you want to show up and just do a, uh, like a track man combine, if you guys have heard of the track man combine, where you kind of measure yourself, uh, against other, you know, pros, you hit, yeah. what is it? Five, five shots at, at, at whatever, 10 different distances. And then you get a, a score. Mm-hmm. You see what like, you know, Jason Duffner did, you see what like Dustin Johnson did, which is really cool. And so there's no coaching involved in that. You could go and reserve an hour with a couple of your buddies and you could do, a a sim round where you go play, you know, St. Andrews or whatever. And, uh, so there's a, there's a bunch of different options. We're trying to make it so that you don't have to just go in there and get coaching. You can go and use the technology and you could get it, uh, get the printout, send it to a coach. So we're, we're working on scaling and, and finding coaches around the country who, um, so student jumps in the box, sends their information, coach gets, gets it, sends them, you know, a, a handful of drills, and then they, they communicate via Zoom or whatever it may be. And so we're just trying to make good information and good instruction available to anyone and trying to make it so it doesn't obviously cost a trillion dollars. And so the environment, especially for newer golfers, when everyone's watching you, right, and you're on the, you're on the range, you're terrified, you hit a bad shot, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is awful. So <laughs> having the, the space enclosed, this one little entrance, I think for some, the 
uh, it's a little bit less intimidating and um, can be a lot more fun too. Looks like uh, Ronnie Lott got a lot out of it. I saw he was uh, in the drive box recently. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Ronnie's been in there a couple times. Absolutely, just an absolute blast helping him. He loves golf. I've gotten a chance to play with him a few times. Um, we uh, almost got the the truck stuck in his front yard. Actually, <laughs> um, through his through his front gate. We were uh, we were. I mean, the box, the freaking thing is huge. Like when you start driving it around, like we're you know we're driving it up there, and like the tree, we're like I'm like I'm I'm driving behind it, and like I'm like, is that tree gonna like? you know, is this, the, is this even, are we even going to be able to make it up there? And so we ended up getting it out. Okay. That that's a whole nother story for, for a different day. That was uh, I don't want to say it was, it was not funny. It was, it was, it was pretty stressful, but looking back on it, like everything was okay. That was, uh, you know, a funny experience. Yeah. That's great. What, uh, what's the next song you're coming out with? Can you give people an idea of what, what it will be focused around and then can you give us the jingle right now? It's all spontaneous, to be honest. Is it? I try and in it, it's I, I try and base the the song around the message, right? So if I can get a simple message stuck in someone's head, so that they they're done watching the whatever the twenty second clip, and they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'm trying to think of one of them. Um, one of them I talk about, like you know, stepping stepping forward or whatever it right. is. Like there's a little right. bit of correlation. It's like if, like getting that thing stuck in your head. So when you go up and step up to the tee box. You don't have to recalling like when, when in, in the learning world, having to recall a skill, if you can eliminate that barrier of like having to think about something, if it's just yeah. like already kind of there, then it, you know, it, it, it can make it a little bit easier. So really it'll depend on kind of whatever pops into my head, whatever I'm interested in. And then if I, I don't always have the time to do it in, in the way content works now too, is people like, so short, right? So like keeping it short is, is there, there's value to that. So I've, I've been doing a little bit less music, um, trying to come up with a good blend, just always trying to evolve and kind of keep up. But yeah, I, the, the most recent one was the suck less song, right? I just want to suck less it go. I just want to suck less it go. I just want to suck less it go. Now, yeah so I, I don't know what's coming after that we'll have to find out <laughs> let that one breathe a little bit yeah exactly. yeah let that yeah, one breathe yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to perfect the stinger or what you would call the flight of grease. What is it? Grease missile? Flight of grease missile? Oh yeah. The flight of, yeah. I mean, so that's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that the stinger. That's like, okay. the, I, that shot is for like, if you're playing like a, a if, if anyone's watching or if you're playing like a really scenic hole and like you have no chance to really, you know, get it there or you want to just hit like the most functional shot ever. <laughs> um, that's kind of, that was that one, but the flight, you, you could also call it the flight of grease muscle too. That's, that's totally cool. So where does that name come from? First of all, and then <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. It literally just came out. It's kind of a mixture between like hockey terminology and golf. I'm always just, you know, I don't know, throwing out stupid words. And... <laughs> that's awesome. And then second question there is what shot do you struggle with the most is, is there one or is it does it change oh, from yeah. time to time oh yeah i i mean so i one thing that does come with thinking so much about the freaking golf swing is when you have to go out and hit a shot there's there's a lot of bad things going on up there right or i shouldn't yeah. say bad things there's a lot of things going on so it's it can be hard for me to um go out and and, and just play because so much of of that what I, what drives me is actually thinking about the game. Right. And so I have a hard time shutting that off, turning it on. Um, I would say 
my tendencies, I, I hit shots fat. I don't get to my lead foot quite enough. I was a lefty hockey player. So I'm really good at oh, posting wow. up on my right side. Um, my, my right glute, my right leg, my right shoulder, all of the whole right side of my body is, um, is I should say smart and strong. My left side isn't quite as good. So I hit a lot of left-handed shots only, um, really training the left hand. You hear about like Bryson and Jack Nicholas signing autographs with their left hand being right-handed, just working up those, those motor patterns. So I think if you're, if you're right dominant, right hand, right side, right hand dominant, um, quick little tip there is really learning to train that the left hand, the left arm, the left leg. Um, so that would be my weakness really. I mean, and that, and that goes with any shot. So I can, I can, with my driver, um, it's recently been better, but for a long time, I, uh, and really before I, I, I started doing a lot of work on TrackMan inside the box, actually looking at my numbers. Cause even at, when I was teaching at Stanford, we didn't, we didn't have a whole lot of technology. So, so being able to get on the, on TrackMan and look at the numbers, really opened my eyes. My club face was really open for a long time. So I just, you know, now I close it more, the ball goes straighter, but there, there's, there's a lot that goes in, in, into, you know, all that obviously, but I can relate to all that stuff, Jake, because left side as Colin knows uh, so much of the, the, the transformation in my game is stuff that Baden and uh, Gary Edwin down in Australia teach. And that's, that's hitting into that firm left side, a lot of drills with just your left hand. And so um, it's interesting that you say that. Do you, do you take from, uh, from, from Baden and, and so I, I mean, I'm familiar with, with Baden stuff online, but really it's Gary who gives me my lessons because you, ago, oh, you sweet. Yeah. Legend. So years, so years ago, Legend. I, yeah. What happened was years ago when I was uh, working in the golf business, I was doing PR for some courses out in Asia. Um, they were setting up a right-sided swing Academy at one of the Greg Norman courses that, uh, we were doing work for. And so their whole team came out. Um, Gary didn't, but I've gotten to know him through uh, uh, email over the years. And um, and anytime I sort of go off track, I'll send him a little video and get one right back, either from him or from his son Luke. And and uh, that I'm back, is I'm back. awesome. He is yeah. the coolest dude ever. I've never I've never met him. I I studied. I, I subscribed to his his site. I Baden came down and 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 he right when Skillis was starting, <clears throat> he came down, I showed him Stanford. He gave me a lesson with the app. It was, un- it was that, that was my first golf lesson ever. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah, the app, like everything just dialed in and like, I'd never heard of it before. And I was like, what the hell? Like it was literally like the opposite of everything that, you know, I'd been studying and it was just like one of those things that opened my eyes. Like there's a lot of different ways to do it. And so obviously I, I went and subscribed and studied that, you know, that style for the next um, year or so so and try to swing like that and it's i mean that's another part that's so fun about golf is just all these different styles and there's like his vibe i, I love i don't have, have you have you gone to his subscription site at all you oh seen? yeah i yeah. i'm a i've been a subscriber for about five years now yeah. oh it's so yeah. good i love the music he plays his vibe how he describes yeah. how he communicates that he's yeah. it's legendary yeah yeah so for me i was i got to a point you know it was like five years ago where i was just sick and tired of being an eight handicap. And then I got introduced to these guys. They gave me a 30 minute lesson. And by the end of those 30 minutes, I, I was hitting the ball, like the ball was coming off the club in a way I'd never felt before. And it was ju- just the way that they, they took me through it. And just that 30 minutes just completely opened my eyes to how simplified the golf swing can be and should be. And from that point forward, um, it's just been, the trajectory has been has been what I was looking for for a long time. So 
That's great. That's so awesome. you went from an eight, yeah. eight, eight to a scratch and how yeah. long? Uh, probably five years. There's been some, you know, as, as we've talked about with golf, there's ups and downs and there are times when you feel like, God, I think I'm doing it right. But then, you know, maybe don't see yourself on video for a while yep. or you don't know what it is. And, um, and that's why those guys, I, uh, it's so awesome to be able to send a clip down under yep. and get one back totally. in a few days and say, Hey, you know, you're cupping your wrist a little bit or whatever the case may be. Yep. You know, that's you're, great. You're back on track. And so um, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's always interesting to hear people, people drop that many improving in golf is so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't been able to do it. <laughs> it's literally, it's like, it, it's yeah. one of those things like the deeper, the deeper you get, the more you realize you're like, there's a lot of people that play golf that actually never get better. And it, yeah. it is a trip. There's all these different statistics out there and things to look at, like on top of it, like, it's really difficult to, to, to really, to, to quantify improvement, you know? And, yeah. well, and it's hard too, if, if you're an athlete or a former athlete and, and, and or if, have always felt like you are an athlete, whether you come from hockey or like I did basketball, Scott was a really good basketball player in high school as well. And, uh, in tennis. tennis. And then you're like, oh, I should be able to be good at this. I should, you know, and it, it just, it drives you crazy. And Scott's a lot more analytical, uh, about it than me and, and doesn't have a couple kids he needs to take care of. So he's got the time <laughs> to do it. But, um, he was able to, to implement, you know, the right sided swing and, and really delve into it. Like you, need to if you want to make that sort of improvement i mean i'm i'm tap into it a little bit and he's constantly trying to help me but i, I just i don't have the reps to do it and and I, I feel like i'm playing is probably the best that i've ever played consistently but it's still like you know an 83 is a good day for me you know totally <laughs> that's that's a good day for for a lot for most people you know what i mean yeah. and at the end of the day again it's it, it's what what are your expectations right like yeah. if you want to go and yeah. consistently break 80 uh, it takes, it takes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Scott and I are both too, like it's, we're not those guys that throw clubs. Like we played in a tournament a month ago and this guy that I played against in the singles, it was the Ryder cup format. Uh, he was, he was up five through six on me. And I came all the way back and I evened it on the 16th hole. And then I beat him on 18. The dude on the 16th hole chunked his approach and threw his club about 70 yards towards the green. I just looked at him like, what the fuck, man? Like, really? Like, we're out here just, we're all in COVID times. It's nice to be out playing golf in a tournament format. Like, I'm an 11, you're an 11. What do you expect? You know, so Scott and I, it's we have fun. And even as, as good as he's gotten, it's about having some beers and putting on some tunes in the cart or on your bag with some friends and, and just enjoying it. And that's why we, we really appreciate what, what you do so much too, because that's what it's about. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing obviously when you're, when you're younger and you play the game and like, you know, you, you get into your hissy fits and whatnot, but as, yeah. as you get older, like it, it's, you, I've hit a lot of golf shots that were completely embarrassing. Right. And you have to just swallow your pride and just look up and just take it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's a lot, so many good lessons with golf. I've, I've certainly learned to, uh, to, 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 to embrace sucking at something and being okay with, you know, letting the ego down a little bit and just laughing. It, it's a, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but it's, it's a great lesson too, for sure. Yeah. The, the, uh, the other thing I was going to say about that is, is, you know, as far as like latching onto something, whether it be the things that you sort of throw out there, or if it's Gary Edwin or whoever, it's just sort of, I think, the most important thing is to to have something that you can kind of build on that you can eventually trust. 
And I think that's the big reason why I've kind of been able to take my game to another level is, is I, I saw that this could help immediately. I trusted in that. And then I, and then as I started to just work on that, um, trust became part of my game and that I was trusting what I was doing. And then, then you see the scores, uh, come by way of that totally yeah he, i mean if you look at all the players he's worked with over the years i mean he's there's a lot of players who played a lot of really good golf you know under under that that style and so i think it's important you know when you are teaching if the, the bigger of a of a stable so to speak you have right like when you go to say you're like okay well uh, this person this person okay wow they're they're playing really good golf all right cool like i can trust this let's go yeah. out and do it and put the work in so it's for sure yeah. Jake, so everyone knows we're about to wrap this thing up, but to tell everyone where they can find you on social media and, and Drivebox if they want to set up a lesson with you here in San Francisco at Lincoln Park. And I know that the goal is to get Driveboxes all over the country, maybe even globally at some point. That's that's the 2.0 oh, yeah. or 3.0. But for right now, uh, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, so I do most of my my social is, is on Instagram. Um, and so just Golf. that is uh, – I do some stuff on Twitter. And if you just type that in, everything that you need will pop up. And then drivebox.com, that's where you can book. You can, all the links are on the Instagram as well. Um, and it's D-R-Y-V-B-O-X. Correct. Yeah. Um, that's where we're at now. We are, um, they're eventually, well, there's, there's going to be an E after the V, um, but there's just, there's all sorts of like branding and this oh, and that. Yeah. And like, we, we've experimented <laughs> with 18,000 different iterations of it. So as of now, drivebox.com, D-R-Y-V-B-O-X.com. Um, those are probably <laughs> the, the, the two easiest ways to, yeah, to, to, to find and book. So. Well, good. You're obviously going to be busy here through the holidays, you hope, and, and into 2021. And 2021 will be even better for, for you as it will for everyone else, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we got to get you in there. Yep. Hey, I'm going to bring, I'll come up there. I'll bring Liam again. You know, he turns 11 tomorrow. We're going to play Karika Park Thursday. His, his birthday wish was to play Karika's South Course. So got nice. him on there through you, uh, our new it? buddy. Yeah, yeah, he's going to play the South Course. Uh, our new buddy, Mark Logan, who helped design yeah. that and is now doing the North. I talked to him recently. And um, yeah, we're going to play and, and see how Liam does on uh, on Karika. He's played 18 uh, a number of times, but I definitely want to get him to the drive box with you and get him on that track, man. And and get him on video and and dude, he's playing with me too much so his swing is flattening out and he's like you know he he, he looks at dad look like just, years, eh? yeah he needs to get he needs to stop playing with me and one day i want to get him on like into a golf team or I can, like you talk about drop him off with a golf course all day and let him do his thing with some friends post covid when when we can do that again but uh that's our next thing so yeah i'll, I'll bring liam up and we'll have some fun totally. with you absolutely and for anybody who can't and for anybody who can't uh, get in the drive box uh, anytime soon uh, mm -hmm. you have the suck less kit is that correct yeah yeah, yeah. so the suck less <laughs> kit that is a yeah it's a it's a box full of all the training aids that i think are that you need to um not only get started but it comes you know it's a, there's a whippy club in there there's just some simple things where every swing kind of my goal is is to take take kind of my Instagram, organize it a little bit more, obviously. And, it, you know, there's some parallels with the box, you know, the, you know, there's some marketing behind that too. So like drive box. Oh, okay. How about a suck less box? Uh, <laughs> and, um, and so that, like, I, I kind of do the same thing, but it's more organized. I'm, I'm, I'm still working on putting kind of the finishing touches on all the videos. So um, it just, 
simplifies everything, right? Kind of using some really simple concepts that can, if, even if you've been playing for 20 years and, and you still suck, you can kind of go through it and say, oh, wow, golf is simple again. Let's go out and play and have some fun. So um, that's, that is a, uh, if you go to either Drivebox or my Instagram, all the information is there as well. Um, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jake, man. It's uh, nice to get you on so quick. Like I said, we just met recently, but uh, appreciate you putting some time aside uh, out of your busy day. You just left a, a golf lesson at the drive box to, to run home and do this podcast. So we, me and Scott really appreciate you joining the I'm Not Steve Kerr podcast for episode 10, man. Love it. Thanks so much for having me. This is a blast. This is a blast. And uh, looking forward to, to hopefully doing it again, playing some G in the future and Let's uh, do getting it. in the, the drive box and all that. Purina. Cool. Purina. <laughs> Purina. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Jake. Thank you. Right on. Do you suck at golf? Of course you suck at golf. Everyone sucks at golf. Or maybe you've never played before and you want to learn. Either way, we have a perfect gift idea for you just in time for the holidays. Here's how it works. The process is simple. We send you a box full of everything you need to get started learning to play golf. We use everything from airplanes, hangers, ropes, dollar store balls, and a super bendy club to help simplify the swing. It's pretty sick. We use a simple step-by-step -step system with short videos guiding you through the entire process of learning the game of golf. And that doesn't just include golf swing. We guide you through everything from how to make a tee time, what to wear, how to check in a golf shop, and we even have a support team. Are you serious? Ready to answer any questions you have along the way. There will be lots of them. Our mission is simple. We want to grow the game and make golf accessible to anyone. So if the price is a bit steep, we do have scholarship programs available. So give the gift of golf this holiday so you're no longer the one who doesn't play. I just want to suck less at golf.